0: We are so excited to announce that our book, Moving to Colorado, is available for purchase on Amazon. If you are thinking of moving to Colorado or know someone who is, this book is the perfect resource. You will find answers to questions like what are the best neighborhoods, what are the best jobs available, and what is the average cost of living. Moving to Colorado should be fun and exciting, not stressful and full of unknowns. Use this book as a blueprint for a broad range of information about housing, neighborhoods, culture, lifestyle, taxes, employment, and even the weather. It's complete with research, details, and personal experience from both a newcomer and native's perspectives. Moving to Colorado, a guide for what it costs and where to live on the front range will help you reduce the unknowns so you can plan your move with ease. Go to hashtag coloradolife.com book to get your copy on Amazon.
1: Did you know that the Ute Pass that connects Colorado Springs to the Rocky Mountains is one of the few gateways along the Front Range heading west? The pass was originally used by bison that connected the lush, grassy summer fields of South Park, Colorado to the Great Plains in the east. It was also used by the Native Americans in the area, the Utes, where it gets its name, and later became a wagon trail, a railroad line, and now known as Highway 24. I'm Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native.
0: I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newcomer, and we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado.
1: And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we share accessible adventures to help you explore like a local.
0: In this episode, we're really looking forward to talking about the small mountain town of Woodland Park, Colorado, and we actually live less than 30 minutes from Woodland Park and have visited dozens of times. You may be surprised to find out that there's actually a ton to do here and lots to see, even though it is a really small town. We believe it's actually a best kept secret that locals love to visit often. So we're going to dive into the history, the delicious food, places to stay, and explore all of the great small town culture that Woodland Park has to offer.
1: Woodland Park is known as the city above the clouds because it is 8,500 feet above sea level. It has incredible views of Pikes Peak from nearly all angles, and it was established in the 1890s. And named for the abundance of trees near the town's original site.
0: So basically, they went to this place and they're like, "It's really nice and wooded. Let's call it Woodland Park." Yeah, <laughs> Colorado likes to do that. They're really Everything imaginative parks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: it's a definitely a hot spot for festivals and outdoor events, especially since the weather is so mild during the summer. If it's like, let's say, 85 in Colorado Springs, you can guarantee that it's going to be around 75 up there. It's just, it's a great place to get away and cool down. Uh, you can always check out the free Woodland Music Series concerts they have up there. And currently, there's only about a little shy of 8,000 residents, so it still has that really like small-town feel, while still being really close proximity to Colorado Springs.
0: Yeah, it's actually considered a suburb of Colorado Springs now, which I don't think it used to be, but just because... The cities are expanding and kind of getting closer to each other, so when you're actually planning your trip, Woodland Park is a separate town and in a county on its own, but a lot of people consider it a suburb of Colorado Springs. Because of that, it's just 18 miles west of Colorado Springs, and it is a really, really pretty drive up there. Um, You go through the mountains and through Ute Pass, and it resides in Teller County, and surrounded by, like we said, really pretty views of Pikes Peak Mountain, and is located in the 1 million acre Pike National Forest area.
1: Yeah, the drive up there is fantastic. It's so pretty. You kind of start out going through this like canyon with this uh, creek that's going right down the middle of uh, either lanes of the highway. It opens up outside of the canyon, and you start seeing the mountains on either side. And when you're heading east, coming back, to Colorado Springs from Woodland Park. It's a really fun drive. You don't even put your foot on the gas pedal. You just kind of go this really smooth kind of like winding up and down road that is just beautiful. And it's fun to ride down. And it's not much fun if you get car sick though.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Some other fun facts about Woodland Park is that it's listed as one of the best places to retire in Colorado due to its rural setting and secluded mountain lifestyle. It has lots of amazing local restaurants, very few chains there. The community is really close. People really know each other, but it's not like too close. You still have your privacy. The city gets about 18 inches of rain on average per year and about 89 inches of snow, about 100 inches of snow in the whole Pikes Peak Forest area.
1: Yeah, Woodland Park's always a place that I thought would be a really wonderful place to either have, like, a a little cabin to go stay in, or to be able to even, like, go up there and live or retire, because you have all of the great amenities of nearby big city, Colorado Springs, but that small town feel, so much space, you're able to just get outside... It's wonderful. I've always thought about living up there.
0: Yeah, even when my parents came to visit us, we took them to Woodland Park, and they even talked about possibly living there when they retire someday. Yeah. So that would be really fun. Let's talk about some popular things to do in Woodland Park. Um, If you want to check out a full list of the local happenings and things that are going on each season, definitely recommend the Woodland Park Chamber of Commerce. They have a calendar of events, so you can check out that. We'll link to it over on our website at hashtag coloradolife.com.
1: A lot of these places that we mention are located right on Highway 24, which is, I guess, like the main drag or the main street that goes through Woodland Park. Uh, So pretty much every single thing that we're going to mention is going to be right there, easy to find, super duper easily walkable, because Mm -hmm. the town is kind of, it's pretty flat, and it has just like, you know, one main road, so it's super easy to just get out there and walk and find anything that you'd like to do. Also, I've always felt that, Woodland Park has really felt like the gateway to the Rocky Mountains for Colorado Springs because you definitely, like, have to drive through it if you want to get past to go explore deeper into the mountains. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, you said the word flat, and I would say that the town is mostly flat, but from somebody who doesn't originally come from here, 8,500 feet above sea level and you're not used to like it's like a steady incline i would say so just be aware of that i just want to clarify because it's not like texas flat you know so dramatic. it's like mountain flat
1: <laughs> okay that's a good point if you can have a flat point in the mountains i guess this is as flat yeah. as it gets
0: we divided up the different things that we enjoy doing into specific categories so first off we're going to hit uh, outdoor activities and museums so one that i really enjoy visiting is the annual mountain arts festival you can buy from local artists, painters, um, jewelry makers that are in the local area selling different items. There's also pieces from wood carvers and uh, photo displays from photographers, and it's just a really cool festival. They even have food vendors there with really delicious food. So there's something that you can find and look at. Really cool stuff for everybody. Um, it's usually the first week of August every year that they host this.
1: There's the Friday Farmers Market. Woodland Park's award-winning summer market, unlike other farmer's markets in the area, they have both summer and winter markets open that cater to what is in the season at the time. So there's not like a huge amount of stuff that's available in winter, but it's actually nice to be able to go do something outside, go see some fresh stuff, find some local purveyors. It's something we really enjoy doing no matter what time of year. It was actually named Best Market in Colorado by Delish.com. We enjoy buying our delicious Colorado peaches there. Uh, we get them in bowl in the summer, and then we freeze them for the winter, and we have cobblers, all that, and we also love their cantaloupe.
0: Mm-hmm. Colorado's
1: known for cantaloupe, of
0: all things. Weird. Peaches are so good. Mm-hmm. We make cobblers and pies. It's, it's amazing. Another thing you should check out is the Rocky Mountain Dinosaur Resource Center. It was rated number two for the best dinosaur exhibits in the entire U.S. by Travel Channel. It's a fossil museum with exhibits that features more than 30 dinosaur fossils, marine reptiles, and prehistoric fish. And they also have this really cool option to look inside the paleontology lab, which is a fossil preparation lab where the scientists actually restore and assemble fossils that they find in Colorado. So I don't know if you've ever seen or read about some of the newsworthy stuff of where they found different specimens and dinosaur fossils throughout the state, but they are always finding different things and they send a lot of them here to be explored and uh, for their scientists to check out. It's open all year round, seven days a week from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on weekdays. A really unique piece of history that's located in the heart of Woodland Park downtown area is called Antler Alley. And it actually used to be called Antler Archway, but it's two archways made out of real antlers. The first archway was originally placed there by a member of the town who owned an antler shop right next door. Um, But over time, the antlers deteriorated and started falling down, which was obviously dangerous. So in 2016, the Historical Restoration Committee in the city decided to restore them and built a second archway in the same alley and uh, hired a antler artist which I didn't even know that that was a thing thing. (laughs) but somebody from Wyoming they hired to actually come complete the antler alley and it's a really cool place to take pictures and and you can actually see Pikes Peak in the background with the sign that says antler alley above it and these really cool display of the antlers Um, during the holidays it features a light display they have these really cool electronic light displays in the middle of the antlers and uh, during the And at nights, they have this really cool multicolored light display that goes on and different patterns that go through it. It's really cool to see.
1: So close to Woodland Park is Florissant Fossil Beds National Monument. And Florissant actually comes from the French word meaning flowering. Uh, It's a national monument in Teller County, Colorado. And it's famous for its rich fossil deposits featuring preserved insects and plants and petrified redwood stumps that are up to 14 feet wide. It is believed that this area used to be an ancient lake bed, making the fossils well-preserved because of the volcanic ash from a nearby volcanic field. It is still an ongoing site for fossil activity and investigations. And in 2019, the National Park celebrated its 50th anniversary and started undergoing an expansion to include more hiking trails. This place is really neat. Uh, It has these you ever been to, like, a petrified forest or seen petrified mm-hmm. forest where the trees turn into, like, rock?
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: they have these, like, giant, enormous petrified trees.
0: Well, I mean, 14 feet wide? Yeah. yeah that's I've, crazy. That's like a boat.
1: Okay, I mean, I granted, it's been... I used to go here a lot as a kid, and the 14 feet seems more like 40 feet.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but it's it's astounding to see what was here in Colorado at one time.
0: If you're into wildlife, check out the Colorado Wolf and Wildlife Center. This is a nonprofit center that has wild canines like wolves, coyotes, and foxes, and it's a private sanctuary just for them with large wooded enclosures. You can take tours um, that last about an hour, and you get to learn about the history and stories of each animal and their habitats. It is pretty popular, so reservations are highly recommended. And if you want to get some one on one wolf experience, you can pay an additional fee and actually have you or your kids take photos with them. They also have full moon tours and special events for like birthdays and other holidays that are also available if you want to check that out.
1: So because Woodland Park is nestled right in the heart of the Rocky Mountains, hiking and camping adventures are super easy and super accessible uh, to get to. There is the Pike National Forest, which, like you said, is over a million uh, acres, square Mm -hmm. acres. That's a a lot of trees. Uh, It was first designated as a national forest in 1906, and it's home to lots and lots of wildlife like elk, white-tailed deer, bighorn sheep, black bear, mountain lion, bobcats, and more. And like you said also, they get more than 100 inches of snow a year, and it provides a multitude of recreational activities like fishing, boating, camping, hiking, and picnicking. You can ride out and explore the trails and rugged terrain in ATVs like dirt bikes and four wheelers. Uh, and you can hike 1.3 miles up the recreational trail to the Devil's Head Lookout Tower, which is the last operational lookout along the front range. Even last year, we were up there and we uh, t- took our camper and we, were, and we went just out in the middle of nowhere and we set up camp and it was a wonderful weekend that we had that just kind of like get away and recharge. mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Rampart Reservoir, which is next up on our list, is where we actually stayed and camped overnight. It's located four miles east of Woodland Park inside Pike National Forest. And you get there via the Rampart Range Road. Um, And it's actually a very steep pretty narrow rutted road Um, it can be difficult for larger trailers campers and boats to to traverse but it's still really cool if you have a smaller trailer like we have or you just want to go out there for the day Um, the reservoir is a large body of water that's mainly used for camping boating hiking trails mountain biking fishing and picnicking and the water supplies a lot of the drinking water for the city of colorado springs which is really cool
1: And when we were there, that's when that bear came along in the middle of the night and shook our camper Mm -hmm. and startled me. You
0: couldn't care less. (laughs) I had earplugs in, so, (laughs) you know, you're sleeping out in nature. Sometimes they're kind of loud, but he was trying to get into our uh, kitchen in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Up next is the Centennial Trail. Uh, It's a fairly easy and nice paved biking and hiking trail that goes through Woodland Park for about one and a half miles. Trailhead is right off of Highway 24 onto State Highway 67, so it's like, one of the main injured sections in the town itself. And it follows the highway for more than eight miles and ends up at Manitou Lake, where you can enjoy a nice, like, break or picnic. And it's a really beautiful trail in the spring or summer, where there are meadows full of wildflowers and budding trees. And this is actually a pretty moderate trail. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say it's too difficult at all. Like, there's... Pretty flat. Yeah, it's it's got some, like, kind of rolling little hills mm-hmm. up and down, but it's not, like, anything crazy.
0: Another trail that we really like is the Red Rocks Trail. It's a three mile loop that is easy to moderate hike and uh, it's also known as the Pancake Rocks Trail because of the really large red sandstone rock formations that are in the area. There's lots of different clusters of them throughout the three mile hike. Um, The trailhead is right off of State Highway 67 and you just turn where it says Red Rocks Campground. Um, And you can get there from Highway 24.
1: I mean, I had no idea that they were called pancake rocks until we were doing research for this Mm -hmm. because they look nothing like a pancake. I mean, I guess they're just large and flat on the top, but they're huge. They're so tall. There's no way you're. They're like
0: bulbous pancakes. Yeah, have
1: you ever seen those, you know, Australia and Alice Springs, that giant rock formation there? These look like mini versions of that.
0: Yeah. Or like Japanese pancakes that are really fluffy. The fluffy ones. Yeah. And bouncy. Maybe that's what they said. <laughs>
1: okay, they're renaming it Japanese Pancake Rock, Rock Trail. <laughs> Up next is Manitou Lake, which we just mentioned our Centennial Trail portion as the ending point from Woodland Park. Uh, It's a five-acre reservoir that offers fishing and hiking year-round. There's a bunch of picnic sites that are available and have uh, tables and fire grates so you can enjoy your food while exploring the lake. It's a great site for bird watching and nature trips due to the lagoon area on the one side of the lake. Hike around the Manitou Lake Trail, which is a nice flat 2.4 mile loop around the lake. And we did that... I think two years ago and it was like at the peak of wildflower season. Mm-hmm. So there was like butterflies everywhere and blue and pink flowers. And
0: lots of birds. And yeah. Yeah. It's really great for bird watching.
1: Yeah, anything that has like water is gonna bring out a lot of wildlife.
0: Mm-hmm. Mueller State Park is also very popular for wildlife and bird watching. It has over five thousand one hundred acres of open mountain spaces with native grasslands, pine trees and aspens. Um, There's tons of hiking trails, like over 50 of them with campsites and cabins if you want to go glamping like we do sometimes. (laughs) Um, You can even camp out with your horses near the stalls and ride on horseback throughout the trails. There's a couple of campsites that come with stalls, which is cool. Um, in the winter, it's a really great place for snowshoeing, sledding, mountain biking, and cross-country skiing, which we really have gotten into snowshoeing, and that has been a really fun place to go.
1: 11 Mile Canyon Reservoir in State Park is also nearby, a very popular place for really good fishing. It includes rainbow trout, cutthroat pike, and many other species of fish. Avid fishers can get ready for ice fishing in the winter. Also popular for bird watching and waterfowl hunting, a wide variety of ducks each fall. Uh, nearly five miles of hiking and biking trails as well as over 300 campsites for tents and rvs and it's really great for canoeing and paddleboarding and kayaking and any sort of thing that doesn't require a motor Mm -hmm. to go out there on the lake it's really nice
0: okay let's talk about some local places that we like to eat um we've mentioned the donut mill many times in our other episodes but it is definitely a colorado favorite since 1983. And you'll know them by their bright blue sign and the bright blue building that is right off of Highway 24. They serve up ridiculously sized streusels, bear claws, and cinnamon rolls. And we also recommend checking out their award-winning biscuits and gravy, which is really good too. Anytime that we drive through Woodland Park to another ski town or we're actually just going there to visit for the day, we usually take a stop off at the Donut Mill.
1: The Swiss Chalet, serving lunch and dinner from a view of historic Pikes Peak since 1962, Uh, The building has this, like, Bavarian feel, like you're in the Swiss Alps sort of vibe. They have a great continental classic cuisine like steak and fondue and even escargot, which is snails.
0: If you're into that kind of thing. I am. No, thanks.
1: It's a really great place for a date night just because of how, like kind of secluded and romantic the setting is. So it's an awesome place to do that. And the waitresses even wear like, you know, traditional German outfits, Durndles. like a dirndl? Mm-hmm. Liederhosen? Is that right? <laughs> <it?
0: laughs> yeah, I guess so. But it's very German and the food is very good. Mm-hmm. So Cafe Leo is right next to the donut mill in a small shopping area and they serve really good signature coffee that they roast and brew themselves. Um, They're known because they serve a New York City style equivalent bagels and really yummy sandwiches. Recently they came out with a popular favorite uh, that is their $3 homemade Pop-Tarts and they have lots of gluten-free options too if you're into that and the reason that we really like them is because the portion sizes are really good but budget-friendly prices for a nice little uh, breakfast cafe.
1: It's also the historic Ute Inn. Uh, it's considered a mountain barn grill since 1942 and it's a locals dive that is open for lunch and dinner. Uh, it serves smoked meat and delicious burgers like really good burgers and the main entry is actually in the back of the restaurant and if you have a chance to try out their carrot cake Take it, as it's usually sold out.
0: Yeah, we it's on the main street, so Highway 24 again. And every time we walk by there, you're always like, man, it smells like smoked meats. And I'm like, well, there's a bar right here, <laughs> a bar and grill. And that's what it is. It smells so good. On the other side of the street from all of the delicious places that we've mentioned is Beer Works Brewery. And this is a really great small town brewery in Woodland Park. It offers gluten-free beer in bottles in addition to their German-style lagers and ales and other hoppy brews. You can find Colorado-made sausages, bratwurst, Wisconsin cheeses, pretzels, and salami, which is available all year round. And in the summer specifically, their menu also features wood-fired pizza and smoked barbecue. Again, smoked meats.
1: Yeah, this place is really neat because you can stop by, grab a a quick drink, and a really good bite of food. Um, It's definitely probably going to be a place that I'm going to take my dad for Father's Day this year. It
0: has a really cool outdoor area where you can sit outside and enjoy your beer and your your food and everything, but also the whole side opens up so they can serve you sort of indoor-outdoor.
1: While Woodland Park is not short on places to eat and great things to do, if you're not really eager to get outside and do some camping, there's also some really good places to stay. There's the Pikes Peak Resort, which is a 160-acre mountain ranch located inside of Pike National Forest, and it offers luxury log cabins perfect for romantic getaways with full kitchens, high-speed internet, fireplaces, and hot tubs. Uh, Secluded escapes to nature, where you can see wildlife like deer, chipmunks, hawks, bears, foxes, and anything else that lives out there.
0: That sounds amazing. I will take one night of that, please. Just one? Maybe a whole week. Month? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Just disappear up there. Got it.
0: Another popular place to stay is the Pikes Peak Paradise Bed and Breakfast. And obviously bed and breakfasts are a really great option for a honeymoon, anniversary, or other retreat getaway. But it's even more special when you can get away to a B&B in the mountains. It's just a few minutes from Woodland Park and surrounded by beautiful views of Pikes Peak and the National Forest below. The rooms offer solitude with private hot tubs, fireplaces, decks, and over a thousand movies and different games that you can do if you wanted to unplug and not use Wi-Fi. Gourmet breakfast and snacks are served daily from 8 to 10 a.m. with four hours of complimentary beer, drinks, and wine with dessert every evening. And you can also order room service packages if you want to stay super secluded and not have to go out and, you know, see other people. Yeah.
1: Don't interact with them at all. Just disappear. <laughs> There's the Eagle Fire Lodge and Cabins, and it's located in downtown Woodland Park uh, within walking distance of all of the stuff that we mentioned, all the bars and restaurants, everything. It's kind of this boutique property with cabins or standard rooms or these luxury suites like that's complete with a full kitchen and it has a 6,000 square foot uh, outdoor patio with a fire pit, hot tub, and barbecue grill so everybody can like congregate, meet up, hang out um, and actually most of the rooms are dog friendly. So if you are getting up into the mountains, bring your dog
0: with you. That pretty much sums up all of our favorite things to do in Woodland Park. So let's move to our frugal on the front range tip. At the end of every show, we like to end with a tip for finding free or affordable activities in Colorado. A day or weekend trip to Rampart Reservoir will only set you back about $7 per day. The fee is a per day use fee and includes the overnight campground charge, which makes it a really budget friendly place for camping and includes access to the reservoir. Annual passes are also available through Rocky Mountain Recreation Company and pass holders can get up to 50% discount of that fee. So you could basically camp or visit Rampart Reservoir for about $3.50 per day.
1: All right. That pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. To learn more about this episode and the resources we shared, visit our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. If you like the show, please leave us a review. It helps us get discovered by new listeners and we love to hear what episodes you enjoy.
0: Thanks again for listening and until next time, get out there and explore our beautiful state.